0: Hi there. I'm Tom Field. I'm senior vice president of editorial with Information Security Media Group. In this interview today, I'm talking about the evolution of application and DDoS defenses. And here to talk about that with me is Reinhard Hansen, his director of technology in the office of the CTO at Imperva. Reinhard, thank you so much for joining me today.
1: Thanks a lot, Tom. Looking forward to uh, talking to you about uh, application security in in particular. So uh, yeah, it's a topic that excites me quite uh, extensively. And in my role in Perva, I'm quite intricate with, uh, I guess, everything that we're doing uh, both now and and in the future. So it's going to be hopefully
0: good discussion. I want to draw upon your latest research, your cyber threat index findings. Based on that, how are you seeing application in DDoS attacks evolve as we head into the new year?
1: So yeah, good question. Uh, so you know, it's fair to say that um, you know, year on year, we're seeing 20% plus increase in the number of application level attacks, uh, along with you know, these attacks becoming more complex in nature. Um, so attacks have, have really gone beyond just targeting known CVEs and, and performing you know, your OWASP type attacks Um, And it's apparent that, you know, today once an attacker decides they they want to target an organisation and target an organization's applications, they become highly focused in identifying deficiencies in in application business logic, um, which, which, you know, obviously when abused can provide unintended access to data. Um, And, you know, on the DDoS front, um, you know, we're seeing uh, a larger number of network-based volumetric attacks um, and an ever increasing volume of targeted application level attacks across our customer base. So, you know, volumetric attacks often can uh, you know range within the 100 to 600 gigabits per second range, uh, and, and can totally uh, disable an organization's public facing network infrastructure uh, simply by overwhelming it with massive volumes of, of redundant TCP UDP traffic. Um, you know, a pretty good example of, of uh, that, I think, was uh, this year, the, the New Zealand Stock Exchange, uh, which was, you know, forced to cease trading, um, you know, for, for a good three to four days because they were they were continuously being hit with these large scale volumetric attacks. Um, and then on the other hand, you know, um, focused application level uh, or application layer DDoS attacks, um, you know, last for a shorter period of time, but they can cause just as much havoc. Um, and, you know, customers um, can you know, can really be impacted quite drastically, particularly if their business relies on, you know, a critical period of time for their customers to conduct transactions. Um, so a typical example of that would be, you know, think about online wagering or betting businesses. Um, you know, they, they depend on, uh, you know, um, you know, their customers being able to place bets uh, on things like you know the Melbourne Cup horse race, which I think globally people are quite aware of uh, as, a, as a major event. but you know just think about the impact to you know a, a wagering company if their customers can't place bets on, on a massive horse race like the Melbourne Cup um, because they've you know, been the subject of a DDoS attack. Um, it can lead to obviously large revenue
0: losses. Right, I want to break these down into a couple of different topics to follow up on. And one is the web application firewall. Now, you and I had a prior conversation and you made the point to me that it's no longer sufficient. Talk a little bit about that, please.
1: Yeah. So, you know, if you look at the history um, of WAF, um, you know, historically it's been all about, you know, focusing on protecting monolithic applications. Uh, but, you know, application architectures have, have greatly evolved today. Um, and, yeah, they're, they're really making use of, of API frameworks and microservices um, more and more. Uh, and some examples of, of common API framework we see our customers using today are you know, typically your, your SOAP XML-based frameworks uh, and your RESTful frameworks. Um, but more recently, we've seen a real uptick in the usage of um, gRPC and, and GraphQL-based API frameworks. And these API frameworks, they they present a whole new set of security challenges um, because they, they present new ways of, of transporting payloads or transporting data between you know, the client requesting it and, and the back-end services providing it. Um, so protocols, you know, binary-encoded protocols like protobuf, which are you know, a new, relatively new concept uh, associated with uh, GRPC-based APIs. Um, you know, they, they provide a real challenge because we now need to inspect the data and the payloads in a different way. And now we see container-based uh, you know, technologies obviously now requiring us to look at solving the east-west traffic flow problem. Um, so securing east-west traffic flows, not, not just your traditional you know, inbound, outbound, internet facing north-southbound application traffic flows. Um, so today you know, Imperva provides API protection using uh, what we call API contract enforcement uh, and this uses you know open API schema de- definition files known as a swagger file to automatically create policies uh, which then enforce a positive security model uh, for all API endpoints that, that are associated with a customer's application um, and you know almost every customer we talk to today asks about how we secure API traffic um, it's it's you know usually the number one thing that they want to know about. Uh, and one of the greatest challenges uh, in securing API traffic is obviously first understanding what API endpoints you have exposed and and then also what data is being accessed behind each of those endpoints. Uh, and Imperva are, you know really addressing this this API visibility issue by looking to provide API endpoint discovery and API data classification capabilities um, you know, in 2021. Um, and this is really going up above and over, um, enhancing our capability and commitment to securing applications and APIs. Um, and of course, the, the data that's accessed behind them.
0: So Reinhardt, with well, this is context, how do you see the WAF having to evolve? In other words, what must it be prepared to do and what tools are going to be needed to augment it?
1: So yeah, good question. So web application security is really a, a continually needing to evolve uh, to keep pace with you know, the new ways of developing, the new ways of deploying applications, um, but also to, protect them, to also protect them against new threat vectors. Uh, and it's clear that uh, WAF as a security control needs to expand to also include APIs um, as, a, as a default capability. Um, and this is something that analysts are, are calling WAP, or uh, web application API protection, uh, and it's yeah. You know, however, I think even with adding API protection um, as a default capability to traditional WAF, um, you know, this alone really doesn't provide complete application security, um, and and really you know customers need to look at the convergence of other technologies beyond WAF and API protection or WAP. Uh, for complete application protection. Uh, so, you know, looking at things like, or considering things like, you know, um, solutions that have strong bot protection capabilities, DDoS protection capabilities, and client-side protection capabilities are, are almost a must now um, if you're looking at the overall end-to-end protection of, of applications and APIs. Um, and, yeah, you know, as a good example, you know, client-side protection, something that, that sits outside of a traditional WAF function Um, protects you against threats like form jacking and and digital skimming attacks, which happen directly on the user's browser. So they're they're things that a WAF uh, or other infrastructure-based security control points will never see. Um, So you you really need to consider some of these other capabilities if you want a a really um, well-rounded application security solution. Um, And then I guess further expanding on that, Um, taking an application security or defense in depth approach Um, you know developers and security teams really need to start looking at using things like RASP or runtime application self-protection to provide a a secure by default application posture Uh, and you know for for those not aware I mean RASP has been around for a little while but it's still new to a lot of people Um, and you know RASP is a It's a NIST-based, or NIST-endorsed rather, um, and recommended application security control that can be deployed with an application and lives with the application or microservice. Um, It's totally autonomous in nature, meaning that it it needs no external connectivity for signatures or policy updates, Um, but it has the effect of providing uh, um, applications with zero-day attack protection. So it's quite powerful um, when you you look at what it can do.
0: Reinhardt, at the top of the conversation, you talked about some of the DDoS trends that you're seeing. So if we shift over to DDoS, what do these trends tell you about the vulnerabilities in our defenses today? I think one of the most common
1: themes that we've seen uh, in 2020 um, with really the the elevated DDoS attack activity is the misconception by customers that they're automatically protected and covered uh, for DDoS protection by their telco or their service provider. Um, and you know, it's fair to say, yeah, some telcos and service providers, they, they often do provide a basic level of DDoS protection. Uh, however, the mechanisms they employ to deal with DDoS attacks are typically hosted within their own infrastructure or their own environment and you know, at the front gate, so to speak. Um, and this is you know, mostly effective when you're dealing with large scale distributed attacks, like you know, the many that we've seen throughout 2020.
0: So look ahead. What does the 2021 DDoS defense have to include?
1: So, you know, really, when you look at it, uh, the, the only way to effectively mitigate or deal with these highly distributed, large-scale uh, DDoS attacks is, is using a distributed solution uh, that really shuts down the attack traffic as close to the origin of that that or the source of that traffic as possible. Uh, and, you know, Imperva does this with our, our global cloud-based DDoS scrubbing network. Uh, that consists of over 46 uh, data centers or POPs, as we call them.
0: So, Reinhardt, let's bring it back to Imperva. As we go into this new year, how are you helping your customers handle these shifts in both application and DDoS defenses?
1: So, uh, yeah, Imperva is always looking at, at new, innovative ways to help our customers defend against application uh, attacks. Um, And, you know, particularly with, you know, the current and evolving threat vectors um, 2021, you know, we're going to be particularly paying attention to looking at adding additional capabilities around API discovery, API data classification, which extend our our already existing API protection capability or our contract enforcement, as we like to call it. Um, And we'll also continue to provide and expand on, on the deep, insights that we provide around application security incidents with uh you know what we're calling our, our attack analytics tool set uh and our attack analytics is essentially our interface you know it's a, an ai ml uh, machine learning type interface for helping soc teams and incident responders better understand the attacks that are happening against their applications and infrastructure and better respond to them um, and on the ddos front um you know we're strategically adding additional pops or data centers to our already comprehensive ddos scrubbing network um and this is really to provide some enhanced coverage for you know countries like vietnam and chile and, and a number of other um, you know, areas around the globe where you know we're looking to enhance our, our, our ddos protection coverage
0: well said reinhardt i appreciate your time today thanks for taking time to share it with me
1: thanks a lot tom it's been a privilege
0: Again, the topic has been the evolution of application and DDoS defenses. You just heard from Reinhard Hansen. He's the director of technology within the office of the CTO at Imperva. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you so much for watching us today.